0: listening to a Sharesies podcast. Tēnā it's Tuesday the 9th of November, you're listening to Recap, made for you by Sharesies.
1: Sharesies, if you do not know, is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation.
0: And here's the financial disclaimer investing involves risk you aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with
1: any information we provide is general only and current at the time
0: if you're looking for help with your investment choices we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider
1: hello Alice, come in, Alice. Hi, Jose.
0: How are you? I'm
1: really well, thanks. What's been happening with you lately? Uh,
0: well, it's another beautiful day here in Wellington. So at lunchtime, I played a game of social touch. I'm in a touch competition. Oh, how did you go? Um, how would you go? Did you guys? Win? It was it was a close game um but we lost we actually scored more tries than the other team but uh females score two points and males score one point so the other team um had a few more female score tries so i my lesson from that is that i need to up my up my skills over the next week it's good fun though
1: uh, it sounds like it. it sounds absolutely um exhausting though i have to say i probably i probably couldn't do it at work i'd have to i'll come back after playing touch and fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll
0: see that I am actually still in my sports gear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but thanks for bringing it up. But let's kick off. There's lots lots to talk about today. Alice, what's been happening locally?
0: Well, uh, Do gave a trading update to the market uh, this morning. So that's like an update on how their business has been going. Specifically, it was related to the first quarter of their financial year, uh, which was through to the end of October.
1: Right, and Do, of course, being the company behind the outdoor stores of the same name Yes,
0: but on top of that, Katmandu owns Ripkill, which is the surf apparel brand and Oboz, which is an outdoor footwear brand. Uh, now, Katmandu is also dual listed on the New Zealand and Australian Stock Exchanges. And just to set it straight from the start, I'm going to refer to Katmandu, like the overarching company, as the group from here onwards. And let references to Katmandu uh, mean the Katmandu brand and stores.
1: Okay, gotcha. So what was this trading update today about then?
0: Uh, So the group uh, said that their performance for the first quarter has been significantly impacted by COVID lockdowns in Australia and New Zealand. Now in the update, the group referred to a metric called same store sales to sort of demonstrate the impact. Now this is a metric used by retail businesses where they compare the sales of existing stores over a certain period. Uh, So it excludes sales from uh, new stores that the company has opened during the period it's a way to sort of separate growth of sales from new stores opening in the period uh, and growth from existing stores
1: yeah and it's also strangely really hard to say same store sales but uh what did the group say about their same store sales
0: Well, uh, firstly, the Kathmandu brand's same-store sales were down almost 18% overall compared to a year ago, uh, while Rip Curl same-store sales fell just over 9% for the quarter. Uh, the group didn't specifically call out oboes at all. But the group pointed out that online sales have grown strongly. Overall, that increased 34% from a year ago. Uh, that's across both Kathmandu and Rip Curl brands.
1: Right, so how does that flow down to the group's profit?
0: Well the company said that they expect their operating profit for the quarter to be $35 million lower than this time uh, a year ago due to those lockdowns. And are
1: things starting to look a bit better for the group now that some lockdown restrictions are being lifted?
0: yeah the group said that they have seen a positive momentum as they described it in the short period following the reopening of new south wales and victoria Uh, they also said that ripkill and katmandu are well prepared for the key black friday event and also the holiday period uh, and they believe that they have sufficient inventory on hand to meet demand
1: yeah it seems to me that comment almost seems to be a bit of a nod to the global supply chain issues that are disrupting retailers around the world Did the group say anything about that?
0: They sure did. They said that they are actively managing the ongoing supply chain disruptions, but they're particularly impacting the timely flow of uh, products into their North American markets. The group pointed out that Oboe's product deliveries will be impacted in the next quarter, and that's due to the flow-on effects of factory closures in Vietnam uh, with lockdown restrictions. If you remember a while ago on Recap, we talked about Nike having uh, this, this issue of their Vietnam factories closing. Yeah. Uh, And then the Kathmandu group also pointed out that demand for ripkill wetsuits continues to exceed the available uh, supply. So sorry to any sort of budding surfers out there. And costs remained high as uh, the supply chains remain challenging.
1: And lastly, did Kathmandu provide any guidance for the rest of the year?
0: Uh, No, they didn't. The group said they wouldn't provide any guidance due to the uncertainty of COVID. But they do expect trading to improve in the second half of the financial year okay back we go to the elon musk desk because the tesla ceo has once again done something on twitter
1: yeah he sure has and this has had some consequences for tesla's share price but you would have seen for sure the story floating around about Muskie going to twitter and asking his followers how much of his tesla shares he should sell i did see that so what's the story there Right, so yesterday, or more like Sunday night, New Zealand time, Musk basically runs a Twitter poll asking his followers the following. He says, much is made of unrealized gains being a means of tax avoidance, so I propose selling 10% of my Tesla stock. Do you support this? So that goes out to his 62 million followers on Twitter, and he goes on to say that he'll abide by the results of the poll regardless of the way it goes. Now by the time the vote ends on Monday morning New Zealand time, 3.5 million people have had their say, and 58% of them have voted for him to sell that 10% of his stock.
0: Okay, and just how much is that stock worth?
1: Right, so well, after you break it down, that 10% amounts to about 35 billion New Zealand dollars.
0: Yeah, so what did he mean by unrealized gains? All
1: right, so let's say you bought a share for $10 and then the value increases so that it's now worth $12. That $2 is an unrealized gain because the value of your investment has gone up, but you haven't sold the share yet and made that $2 profit yet. These gains are not currently taxed in the US, but there is a new tax that's been advocated by the Democrats in the States, this is the so-called billionaire's tax because it would apply to taxpayers with more than $1 billion in assets. And the proposed tax would apply to the potential profit that exists on paper from an investment. So it's a tax on the increase in value on an asset that hasn't been sold yet or unrealized gains.
0: Cool, thanks for that explainer. So I could imagine that a CEO announcing that he's going to sell a chunk of uh, his shares will have an um, an effect on the share price?
1: Yeah, you'd imagine so. So uh, overnight, Tesla's share price ended up falling 4.8% to $1,162. However, as has been noted by numerous commentators writing about this, it's likely Musk was going to sell part of his shares anyway. So he was awarded share options for Tesla in 2012 as part of a compensation plan. Now those expire in August next year. When Musk exercises those uh, options, he'll have to pay income tax on the gain. That is estimated to be uh, somewhere in the region of $15 American dollars. He even said at a conference earlier this year that he'd sell at least some of the shares he receives through his options in the fourth quarter of this year. So this is all not really a surprise, but as usual, it's given a little special bit of a musk sparkles in the form of a cheeky tweet.
0: I'll wrap us up today with none other than an earnings report from the U.S.
1: Oh, that is a classic Alice move right there. So what company's been releasing their results today?
0: Uh, Well, this time it's Roblox, which is a video game company. Now, they've basically created an online game platform uh, that they describe as the ultimate virtual universe. So this uh, lets users program games as well as play games that are created by other users. Um, Now, a lot of their users... The ones playing the games at least are actually quite young. In fact, today the company said that fifty percent of their users are over the age of thirteen, which uh, you know doing the maths means that half of their users are actually under the age of thirteen. Yeah, amazing. You know, thirteen years old.
1: That's so interesting. So, how does this company make money?
0: Uh, Well, the platform is free to play overall but users can pay to access more advanced features and customizations. Uh, So this type of business model is called a freemium model. And then the company also makes money through advertising, licensing, and
1: royalties. Okay, so what were the results today?
0: So these results were their quarterly earnings for the quarter ended September. Now in that quarter, revenue doubled from a year ago to 509 million US dollars. Now in a letter to shareholders, Roblox said that it's clear that even as users revert back to pre-pandemic routines and behaviors, Roblox remains an important part of their day. They also reported more people are using the platform too. Uh, their average daily active users grew 31% year-on-year to 47.3 million, and that's up from 43.2 million in the previous quarter.
1: Right, so did Roblox make a profit?
0: No, they actually made a loss of $74 million, and that was wider than the $48.6 million loss the company made last this time last year.
1: Uh, and was there anything else worth noting from the results today?
0: Yeah, one other thing that the company touched on was that over Halloween, Roblox had an outage that lasted for about three days. Now, this period when the outage happened, that doesn't fall into those financial results that they uh, released today, but instead uh, this new quarter. But management did address the incident uh, in, in that letter to shareholders. They said that Roblox experienced a decline in their act, a daily active users, as well as they lost revenue as a result. But despite this, they still expect October's results to be better than last year's.
1: Spooky stuff. Thanks very much, Alice. And thanks to you out there for listening. We do appreciate it. That was recap for the 9th of November.
0: And we'd love it if you gave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you as well. Our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. See you tomorrow. Mā